Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. The following episode of Creative Control with Vish Khanna was recorded before a live audience at the Expand Music Conference as part of the 2016 Halifax Pop Explosion. It was recorded at the Halifax Central Library on the afternoon of Thursday, October 20th, 2016. is a pioneering rock and roll band who originally hail from Jean-Pierre, Quebec. Formed in 1982, Voivod have never been afraid to challenge expectations with their work, exploring aspects of speed metal, thrash, hardcore punk, and progressive rock over the course of more than a dozen full-length albums and several EPs. Though they've endured a number of shifts in their lineup and have almost broken up a few times over the years, Voivod soldier on and remain one of the most influential, uncompromising, and mightiest bands on the planet. This past February, they released five new songs on the Post Society EP, and they're rumored to be working on a new album, too. <laughs> Here now for a discussion about some of these things are vocalist and lyricist Denny Snake Belanger and guitarist and composer Daniel Chewy Mongre. Please make some noise for Voivod. Woo! 
Dan, thanks so much for being here on the show and uh, here at the Halifax Pop Explosion. Uh, how's it going? Pretty good. We got, uh, we got to sleep a little bit, get feeling better. Nice. Sleep is always good for human beings. Yeah, that's helpful. Good to helpful. be here. Nice to have you. And, uh, and Snake, do, uh, how are you? I'm good. I'm waking up. I'm, I'm, I'm on my way to be <laughs> part of this world again. Right. Coffee, <laughs> coffee will, will help. Where, so where were you guys last night? We're at St. John, uh, Newfoundland. Right. Have you been there before? Uh, Voivod it was the first time, yeah. right? I've been there once with another band uh, 10 years ago or so, but the uh, crowd was great. Yeah. They are fervent. Uh, I get to go to St. John's every year. They are hungry yeah. for things like Voivod. They need bands to come because people don't go there very much. So <laughs> did you feel that? Did you feel like a yeah. fervor? Yeah, totally. I mean, uh, people were into it right at the first note we played, and uh, it was uh, constant until the end. And uh, they told us, actually, we, we don't have the chance to see many bands coming here and everything, so they were grateful, and we, we had a blast, really. Did you play with, like, local rock bands? There was yeah. one local band. Do you remember the name of the band? Alagash. 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 Yeah. What'd you think? That was great. There's was some great. applause for Alagash. Yeah. yeah. I just got back from tour in Newfoundland as well, so they love the music there. Like, yeah. It's, just, it's one of the greatest scenes to play. Like, it's just great. Where'd you guys play? Uh, we play uh, at a bar, uh, yeah, the Rock House. Yeah, all right. So really. we have someone here who knows the venue and the in yeah. the, the region. I was I was going to ask actually about uh, Newfoundland is not part of the Maritimes officially, but uh, the East Coast in terms of metal, hard rock. You were saying Voivod played Newfoundland for the first time last night in almost it's like forty years. You'd never played. Why have you never gone to Newfoundland? Did you just not feel like there was any demand for your band there? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's, uh, circumstances. Uh, I guess you know, on the routing of a, uh, you know, most of the routing for touring plans and you know, in general, they go from you know, you're gonna go west and then south, you know, down in the states mm -hmm. and then east and then you travel like around. Those are pattern. most of the directions. I, yeah, yeah. I know. So you want to avoid all like crazy stuff. Uh, and, uh, well, for me, you know, it's being in, in places like uh, like Newfoundland was, you know, a, a real thing. I mean, it's it's the same kind of thing that the, when we're, you know, we grew up in Jean-Pierre, you know, which which is quite isolated yeah, know, I see, in the yeah. woods. And, you know, you have to travel a few hours to get there. And I remember, you know, when we started up the band, there was not so many bands, you know, coming in our town and you know mostly was anvil that <laughs> was anvil would come yeah, yeah. they were dedicated they, to yeah they're dedicated to uh <laughs> go across the forest in the winter and play a gig you know in front of like it sounds like an anvil people. song actually but yeah <laughs> but um you know they were they were great they were great for for doing it and we were appreciating it so yeah. i think it might be the same thing for from Newfoundland when a band shows up, you know, and so they can enjoy, you know. Uh, I mean, it's uh, it's it's always f good for them to, you know, wow, they made the trip, you know, they, yeah, they, they yeah. made it. So they, we felt very welcome, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah like yeah, yeah. warm welcome, and uh, and uh, they're music fans, basically. And, Absolutely, it's, you know, very, it's, it's a, a musical city, if I if I may say. And yeah, I, what about this city, Halifax? Has Voivod played Halifax a lot? I, I think the last time was in the 90s with Eric Forrest. Eh? Yeah. Uh, we, we were in, 
in the, the, in the band. Yeah. You've never been here? No. Oh, my God. How about a warm... He's here for the first time. <laughs> That's startling to me. I mean, the, the country has changed. I think... I, I don't want to speak for anyone who lives here, but I think more artists are coming here these days, right? From every genre. Is that fair? Slowly? It's still kind of a remote outpost, even Halifax. The thing is, you, you have to have more than one gig to make it happen, of like course. to make it interesting for the bands too. So playing St. John and then Halifax and and we, if we maybe on the way back, Rimouski and, you know, if you're by car, it depends if you take a plane or, you know, those factors are very important when you, you uh, decide to go uh, on the road, of course. Are you, as, as people who play music and listen to music, are you aware of this city's metal scene or history like do you know metal bands from here i played here like six times but with my old band martyr yeah uh the place called pavilion yeah yeah, yeah back in the day yeah so uh, i had a lot, a lot of fun here and i remember the the scene was healthy uh, as metal uh, as a metal scene and yeah. uh, there was a lot of bands uh, like opener and uh, we always had a good time here so i expect uh, the same today, for sure. Yeah, yeah, you're playing tonight, which is exciting. So this is your first time here, Snake? Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Now, I want to begin uh, in terms of talking about your music with the Post Society EP. This is the most recent thing. Uh, as I mentioned, it came out, uh, I guess, February, right? Mm, yeah. Something like that? Yeah, this yeah, year? Yeah. It came out this year, yeah. I was watching some of the debate last night, the Trump-Clinton debate, and, I, and I've been following it very closely, and I think about our world a lot and how we're... I think maybe past the tipping point of civility and humanity yeah. <laughs> and just polite society and decorum. I'm curious if the notion of post-society has something to do with that, this notion that we are past being good people even. <laughs> is, it, is that possible? Can you articulate what that notion means to you? Well, it's a... Voivod always been, uh, you know, kind of related with a you know, sci-fi or... Um, post, you know, uh, apocalyptic uh, visions, you know, and and it, it's it's a wake up call thing. It's it's a, uh, when I write stuff, it's to wake people's up, you know, or try to try to uh, make it clear that there is an emergency, you know, uh, some sort of like uh, it's. It, I'm positive. I'm 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 op optimistic. But in a certain way, um, I see the world crumbling down. And, and, and These are warning shots. Yeah. They're not just like, it's going to be horrible, we can't do anything. You feel like you're talking about how horrible things might be so that people react? Yeah, sort of. <laughs> well, in my own way, but I, you know, it's uh, like the song Post Society. It was like a little bit like a, I was picturing the world a little bit like a Mad Max movie yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, also, you know, there's so many factors that you just look at the world today, and so it's it's really sometimes depressing because so there's there's good people that work hard to make people you know to to change the the way of what we're doing, and they're really brilliant people. They got great ideas, and to you know for environmental issues or whatever. And you got these companies who just wants to make money and doesn't care about it, anything. So 
uh, it's always that conflict that gets into my head, you know, and, and so I believe in the human being somehow, but I know human being can be really greedy and for themselves and not thinking about the future or the new generations or anything. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a kind of dark picture of it. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, people often associate your music and your lyrics with the dystopian ideas and yeah. science fiction and um, a bleak future. And you kind of hinted at that a little bit. Do you know why that... I mean, you talk about why human beings kind of let you down, but do you remember when you first, as like maybe as a child even, were like, oh, things are not as good as I would like them to be. Do you remember where that instil where, how that became instilled well, within you? I think the first time that really hits me was where, well, when I grew up, there was that Cold War, you know, and they were like uh, showing how to protect yourself from an atomic bomb. And then I was like, is this serious? What is this? <laughs> they really... There's no warning. Know, they just are like... Yeah, it's like, are we living in this world that, you know, they're going to blow the whole thing and... So that really sparked in my mind, and it was a real fear, you know. I, there was a um, there was a, a, f a movie called uh, what was it called? Uh, Young Guns? Uh, no, <laughs> no, the, the day <laughs> after. Guess. Or something. Oh yeah, the day after with Steve Guttenberg. And, yeah. Steve Guttenberg, and there's like a nuclear holocaust, yeah. and they have to deal with it. You know who recorded that on my VCR? It was my grandfather visiting from India. I thought that was weird. <laughs> Never recorded anything. He's like, this movie, The Day After, looks fascinating. And he yeah. recorded it, and I had to watch it. Ugh. Anyway, sorry. What, what yeah, was it about? Yeah, and there was that... Plus, I was a big Police Academy were, fan, and then Steve Guttenberg's got no hair, and he's all <laughs> emaciated. I was very confused. Anyway, sorry, The Day After. <laughs> yeah, they were saying that, you know, we're, at one point, we were at six minutes from... There was a mistake with missiles, and yeah. we're about six minutes to get destroyed. and So, yeah, it's, a, it's when you're a child, you know, and you look at it, and uh, they were saying how to protect yourself and, and uh, you know, duck under or something. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 that's frightening stuff. And, uh, that, I think that's the first time that I really believe that, oh, this is a crazy world, you know. Hmm. And uh, then it started to get into my mind. <laughs> You know, these apocalyptic visions or something. Yeah. You also, in, uh, we, we're missing uh, Away today. Mm. Away is not here. He's sleeping? Is that what's going on? Uh, he was sleeping, uh, but I think he has to check for the sound check. Oh, okay. okay. And, uh, and he's responsible for a lot of the artwork and imagery in the band. Yeah. yeah. And, and so he has incorporated science fiction as well. Robots. Mm -hmm. And things like that. Does, does his work influence your songwriting or vice versa? Oh, yeah. From the beginning, yeah. You know, the first album, War and Pain, you know, I look at the picture. And I got inspired just, just looking at his work. Oh, you saw the artwork uh, first? Uh, yeah. Well, while he was doing it, you know, I, so I, I, I knew that, um, you know, I could relate it to what he was drawing. It, it, it was sort of like creating a world, a world together. Yeah. Some sort. And, um... So his his uh, heart was kind of influenced my 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 writing and and my writing was kind of influenced his work too. So um, you know it was a work in progress all the time. But uh, that's how I think we created that Voivod stuff, you know, over the years and. 
nowadays when uh, I think when he works on the, the new art uh, uh, drawings and stuff he listen to the songs oh. yeah. and then he uh, he comes oh, so it's kind of happening it sort of happens both ways either you inspire yeah. him or he inspires well, you it's the same it's the same for for writing yeah. I mean uh, I listen to I do my stuff I when I write I, I get influenced by the music you know mm -hmm. Kind of picture some stuff in my head from the music, you know, and because music is is a language by itself, you know, the tempo, the mood, the depending on what you play. Yeah, it's, like it's, it's like basically we, I I I come up with a bunch of riffs and ideas that sometimes are put together. Yeah. With with Waraki on the bass and and we jam some riffs in the in the jam space and then uh, as soon as you know a way puts a, a groove on it that I don't I didn't expect at all yeah yeah <laughs> and then snakes start to sing gibberish uh, you know just melodic ideas mm -hmm. and it becomes a voivod song right away like like this sometimes very easily and sometimes we struggle uh, <laughs> to find yeah, our way yeah. through. You know, to put the glue at the right places for the transition from one riff to the other, but basically it's jamming together that's forging the sound of the band right now. And it, yeah. it, I think it's it always been with even with Piggy and every yeah. you know and every lineup, right? Yeah, yeah. The thing is, like, like I said, it's a, it's a language. You can say certain things in in a certain way, and and depending on the music, because if you got like a tempo like da. Da, 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 or something like that. It's a, it's kind of a violent way, you know. If it's if it sounds like, la, 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 you know, it's 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 a different attitude. There's an attitude in, in the music, and from that point, it kind of like show me what to do. You know. Sure. Yeah. You know. It's well, a, it's interesting you use that terminology of something showing you what to do because your band came about in an age where. Like when I think about the culture, we were really obsessed with the future. We were really like I'm thinking of things like the Terminator. I'm thinking of things mm -hmm. like Back to the Future. Even you know that's a comedy, but <laughs> this notion of robots mm -hmm. and android, like an android culture, and what that might mean for human beings and how we're interacting. On some level, do you feel like Voivod songs have come true? Do you feel like we're living in a robot culture now? Because I, I used my uh, hotel key today, and I barely had to do anything. I just had to tap something to get to tap it. And it's a robot in the door, and it's like, all right, you can come in. And so I walked in. It's just constant robotic. Our phones are basically, I feel like, a half an Android half the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you feel that way? Do you feel like maybe you were anticipating some of this stuff? I, f I feel like uh, it's a strange world today because, you know, uh, since we got everybody has a phone and everybody live in this in his own bubble or something you know and it's kind of really scary to see that everybody look at their phone all the time they don't they don't look around they don't you know my phone i use my phone for certain things but i can be sitting Liar. on a bus stop and just watch the trees and then it's like like I used to, like, uh, <laughs> you know. Is that, their way, is that their way of taking us over? What's these, that? Uh, these robots are kind of taking us over. Oh, well, yeah, well, it gets your attention. Do I sound, do I sound like Alex Jones right now? Like a conspiracy <laughs> theorist? 
I just feel like it's true. Like I kind of feel like when I yeah, well, it's it's a it's kind of scary to see all these sell zombies in some place. You yeah. know, it's like you see 30 people passing in front of them. Everybody want nobody watches anything else than what the, what what's on their phone. Right. And it's like, but my they, God. But they feel more connected to the world on their phones. So when I say they, I mean me even. Uh, we feel sometimes more connected to the world on our phones when than we do when we're yeah, actually in the world. Yeah, but, but I think I don't think it's I don't think it's uh, sane. <laughs> no, I don't either. I don't either. But it it's just it just. Uh, I think it's the same phenomenon than when TV arrived or you yeah. know, radio. You know, uh, it's the same uh, process. I think, but uh, more modern, so to speak, and. Uh, uh, Maybe it's just a transition before we find something else, you know. And what saddens me the most is there's less and less communication between people, relationships. Uh, it, it goes is, through a, a small oh, oh. screen, yeah. and 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 as well as the accidents that can happen. Sure, you know, walking in the street, uh, falling off the the metro. Uh, Uh, like in Montreal, it happens. A girl people just fall off between two wagons, like on she, a train. Yeah, yeah. There's a girl uh, that she was looking at her, her phone and trying to get into the the metro. And, oh, in the subway. Yeah. And she she thought it was a door, but it was just two, in between two. two oh my god! Two wagons. Instead of going through the door, yeah, she <laughs> like and then, maybe a few years ago. And then the metro took over, like a left, and, and she, she was did, crushed. Oh, yeah. But um, yeah. Th It's it's kind of like we're so close. Like the proximity is easy with the uh, those devices, but so far at the same time, it's it's, it's kind of a. I think we didn't process it yet. We're not intelligent enough. We're not there yet. The machines are. I don't, I don't know. We're addicted to it. Well, and yeah, the odd thing is that we this is our information source. Like we want the information in this yeah. phone, so we seem smarter. Yeah, but the thing is, it's like now we're getting crushed by trains. We have yeah. it in our pockets, but not here. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like some people, you know, they they're going to see a concert and then, you know, yeah. they look at a three inches by yeah. two inches, <laughs> you know, screen, and they can pass a whole show looking at this little fucking thing. Yeah, I have this stuff well, today. While they can enjoy the show like that with. The biggest screen ever. The yeah. real experience. You know, it's like, yeah. But it's funny, like people, uh, you're, you guys, I think, are probably a little bit older than me, uh, and I'm. But I feel the same. I think younger people don't understand why we care about this stuff, mm. why we care uh, about them not interacting with the real world, and why they're using at an event, like you say, they're mediating their experience through their phone and making like so a you crappy, can share. So you, you can know, share. Oh, it. I was there. Yeah, yeah. Instead of enjoying the pleasure of being there, and Take, you know, and I think you predicted this. Somehow <laughs> I feel like you knew the robots were going to take, yeah, well, take over, and now it's happened. And, I, and I, I don't know what to say about it other than thanks. It's gonna, <laughs> thanks it, for the heads up. There's going to be a reset at some point. And, uh, a reset? What would that consist of? I mean, we're going to be wiped off the surface of the Earth, and the Earth's going to survive us, you know? <laughs> All those machines will be gone. And Have you heard about these phones that uh, catch fire? Yeah. <laughs> well, they actually, actually when we when we uh, um, on the plane on the plane. So yeah, my, this is my favorite thing in that Montreal. Happened. Yeah, it they, was like, they make an announcement, right? Yes, but you they don't can't tell go you. on the plane with those phones because <laughs> so it can't say, explode. But what, they don't say that though. What they said in, on the plane was, 
Uh, attention, if you have a Samsung Galaxy Note 7, uh, please note it's not permitted on the plane. I was thinking, like, what if you owned a phone and had no idea why? They were saying that. Yeah. They don't explain that it could catch fire. They just say it's banned. So some person could be just like, I not no idea they've got a fireball in their pocket. Yeah, right? exactly. Anyway, that is just and something that's kind of funny. I heard that uh, when you have it and you have to send it back, they send you a special case box or something uh -huh. to put it in and send them to them. <laughs> So it's like, oh, should I wear a helmet for this or what? <laughs> well, we, uh, we're, I want to get to the more band stuff because we don't have a ton of time here, and I realize we spend most of our time promoting a flammable phone. Yeah. <laughs> so I apologize for that. I, but I do think this is kind of germane because we've kind of talked about your band and, and your relationship to the future. Like, are you still writing, when you talk about post-society, uh, and that's from 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 uh, that's, that's your most recent release. Do you have a sense of what's coming? Do you have a in your dystopian worldview, <laughs> in your perspective as a lyricist, have you thought much about what's coming? Because I think some of us, as I say, I think you anticipated some of what's happening, and now at this point, I'm putting the burden on you to tell us all what's going to happen now. Do you know? Uh, no, I don't. But. Uh I expect maybe, like you said, maybe it's it, it's, it's just a phenomenon, like a. a but it, it, at the same time, there's always new stuff coming out, you know. Yeah. A new invention, and uh, I'm wondering, you know, if people will be completely living in a world, you know, in a like in a spacesuit or something, you know, with. The, their own just with their phones in the middle, like not, yeah. not touching, not breathing, and not. No, non, no sense of the exterior, you know, <laughs> kind of like living in a in a personal suit or something, and <laughs> have their different sensation, or you can oh, I like that smell. Oh, program that smell. Ah, oh, it smells good. And then having that, I don't know. It's like no, it's, it's good. Crazy, I'm glad. Like, but because the world outside would be so. Ugly. It, you're not gonna be. You're not gonna want to be part of it. So you'll have your own space suit with your screen and whatever. You know, virtual reality or something. Yeah. yeah well, you, you, it seems to me that in your trajectory as as, as artists, you're constantly invested in change and what's coming next. I mean, I think your band is renowned. As I mentioned in the intro, you're renowned for stylistic shifts, for changing the sound every once in a while. Do you know, or can you articulate, did you ever articulate when you started this band what you wanted to do? Did you ever say, like, we're going to try these things? Or even album to album, do you kind of talk about it, or does it just happen? It's sort of like both. Yeah. Uh, I think I think we talk about a certain direction, but there's always, like, uh, uh, stuff that influences you, you know, even unconsciously. In, in you just do what you think is going to be good, you know, and um, you can be, be influenced by a, a new thing, a new band or some like a, a, but we've never been like so much of a trend thing, you know, so. No, uh, no. Yeah, we try to avoid that as much as possible. <laughs> yeah. And we try to, we want to, the Voivod fan, always be, to always be surprised by what we're doing, to always kind of like, oh, wow, you know, and, that's a different thing that I thought it would they would do it they would be doing, but um, so we want to create a kind of a surprise thing mm -hmm. for the listener, 
and and for us or for ourselves too you know we don't want to get bored doing it <laughs> so well you're conscious it sounds like you're very conscious of your fans and how your music's received but there are certain kinds of fans who resist change yeah, you know always. they get they get kind of upset when their bands go and yeah. the band that they love takes it in a different direction have you ever encountered that have you ever in the history I, of this band i think it's it's you know it's a general state of mind probably those people don't like change in their life. They got their routine. Period. <laughs> yes, exactly. So at this point, I mean, uh, it's kind of their problem <laughs> because uh, uh, how, how can you not want someone or an entity to evolve, uh, to, to, to get elsewhere, to be creative and to reinvent themselves i think it's just a the nature is made that way you know the evolution and so same for, yeah same for like a band like you know ecdc i like ecdc but they were they, they have a formula each album is kind of the same thing yeah you know, they have yeah. like and they don't want to go outside of that formula they have the winning formula and they keep doing it and people buy their record because they know what we're gonna get they're gonna get you know they're going so, to get uh, Axl Rose, yeah. and uh, yeah, no, I know what you're saying. People, people were as upset. It wouldn't matter who who it was, but when Brian Johnson was let go of that band, when he said when they whatever whatever happened, people were really upset. They're boycotting ACDC. But but most of the people went to the show and had a, a blast. You know, yeah. Uh, you you may be you may agree or not about the the, the change. But I'm sure everybody who went to the show had a good time. Yeah. And you can't change the fact that the, the lineup has changed and you accept it or you, you don't. You boycott it or you go. You have a good time or you... It's not the band I used to... You know? <laughs> you so, a dollar to be mad at the show. Or <laughs> but, but at the same time, it's like, like I say, you're, you seem in tune with what your fans say about you. Does that alter you? Do you ever... Like you say, like for some people, tough... You know, if you don't like it, you don't like it. I mean, for, for my own situation, when I got in the band, uh, when they, they reformed, uh, Voivod, I'm a huge Voivod fan since I'm 11 years old. It, oh, okay. it was my favorite band. And, and now I'm kind of in a conflict of interest, but I used to, to listen to Voivod all the time, you know, all kind of music, uh, I mean, uh, uh, of all kind of music I, I was listening to. And I was afraid when I stepped in about the, the, the reaction of the, the fans. And I was luckily enough because they welcomed me very easily and I, I could uh, hear some good stories about them meeting Piggy on tour. And, you know, I started to know Piggy better because of their stories. And, uh, and the guys that at the first rehearsal, Snake just gave me a big hug and like, welcome in and, uh, you know. And it, it was easy for me. But I guess it's not always that way. And I'm in a situation that, in, in which I can understand if, if it uh, had to, to go wrong, you know. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Like nobody would have accepted me or... But you have to be, to to have a strong uh, force or strong uh, focus focus to do uh, what you have to do and not uh, taking care too much of what people say and in the end it's the result that counts okay. if if you deliver and if you respect the environment and the the band the sound the philosophy and you really like and love what you're doing and in the end people gonna feel it and that's the most important thing i think well i mean the circumstance that you're describing is that uh it's not simply that a member left uh, of course he passed away and so i think that that's a very complicated situation for it's a more fan. sensitive yeah for sure it's a sensitive yeah. situation and and beyond anything as a fan i would think you'd want the band you love to continue um yes and and thrive so i'm sure People were grateful, in fact, for the most part, that you know you were there and that the band could continue, right? I, I mean, yes, that's what I felt. And when Piggy passed away, the, the very same day I was on stage with my my other band, and I was, I, I, I made the people scream during the show f- to help Piggy, you know, and it, it it happened. He passed away that very same night. Mm. It was a kind of a. Strange, uh, strange moment. It was uh, emotional. Yeah. Oh, I, I was about to say, if uh, I, I thought it, the band was over forever, and I couldn't. When, when Piggy passed. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, I was like, my favorite band is, is gone. That, that's it. That's what I felt too. You know, yeah. Like, you me know. and Michelle were like, well, fuck it, you know. And, you know what can we do? Because Piggy was such a unique player. He has such a. His chords, the way he was picturing music in general was so unique that, you know, we couldn't picture any, anybody to replace him. And so we were mourning Piggy for two and a half years or so. And then we had this guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, Blackie was there. He was a friend of Blackie. And then they put a show together for... Um, like a union uh, tribute to it's a tribute to, Voivod, to Voivod, yeah, yeah. Voivod. and those and guys were in the in the crowd with yeah, yeah, with Piggy's then, family actually yeah and then and then I look at oh fuck yeah he, he can play Piggy's really good you know what I mean <laughs> and it's like because it's complicated stuff yeah, yeah. You know, not anybody can do it and uh, then it started to run in my head you know like well, maybe you know we have maybe we'll find a guy that could be good good enough to kind of reproduce what he was doing and and so we organized a, like a rehearsal thing and 
And then when he came, I, so and Blackie was coming back in the band too, so it was kind of a situation like like a like a time warp thing, you know, like mm -hmm. going back in the past. Because as soon as I heard him play, I had goosebumps because it, it was like, my God, Piggy's in the room. It's mm -hmm. just like if I would close my eye, he had such a perfect touch that I could close my eyes and think that Piggy's right there. And uh, that just blew me away. And then from that moment, I thought, uh, okay, maybe maybe there is there is a solution. Maybe there's the light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> and then maybe we can, you know, put put this band together again and continue, you know. And that's what happened. And uh, uh, So... Never give up, you know. I mean, even if the pic the picture the big picture is like so bad, because uh, Piggy was like the maestro of the band, so he was the main writer. He was the main kind of like force. Yeah, yeah. sort of like a, was the mentor, of, you know. And so, so that's why I was like so devastated because I was losing a friend, but I was losing one of the biggest part of the band, yeah. you know, and so, uh, so that's why I couldn't picture a future. You know? Well, the trajectory of the band is so interesting because what we neglected to mention there uh, is that you, Denis, you left the band for eight years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from 94 to 2002, you come back and then you lose Piggy. Yeah. So uh, I think fans of the band have had become accustomed to that notion that it's a precious thing. Yeah. That at any moment something can change. Yeah. Um, do you, why did you leave? The, I don't actually know the story. Why did you leave when you left? Well, there was, for many reasons, I think. I think I was tired hmm. for the main reason. I don't know. It was kind of like a, in a period of my life that I was kind of like depressed. Uh, um, and, you know, I didn't want to the other guys to follow me in my own world of, you know, going down and like that. And, uh, and it was a, a, a weird period of time that when grunge took over the planet and then nothing else... Seemed to matter. Seems to matter for, you know, it was... If it were metal, we were like, ah, he's metal. You know, it was <laughs> kind of like really, really sort of like depressing for me because we were putting so much effort to get to that point. And then, oh, yeah, that, that's, that's the new thing, you know. Forget about these guys, you know. In the end, and though, like, I, I, I appreciate what you're saying, and I can. it's different from uh, from the, like the early 90s to the mid-90s when that alternative culture thing was happening uh, for the most... Like, that's when people were really, like, becoming more open-minded on some level, and it was really... Mainstream culture was getting used to more aggressive sounds, uh, even in pop structures. Do you think it ultimately had a positive effect for you and Voivod? The fact that music listening became more open-ended. Oh yeah. Like when I grew up, you were in camps always. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. the hip-hop kids didn't mingle much with the rock kids and yeah, metal kids. And then by the '90s, it seemed like no, it's cool to like every. Like now with the internet, people are just like, yeah, I may, I listen to everything. I don't. I'm not just a jazz person. I like everything. Mm -hmm. So in a weird way, did it come back around? I think so. Well, it, it, it's... You're playing the Halifax pop explosion. Yeah. 
<laughs> in Voivod. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, this seems like a manifestation of that, right? Yeah, the same with in Barcelona. Was a yes, the Primavera Festival. Primavera, yeah. So Voivod is the kind of band that can fit pretty much in a, any festival. It's not a metal band. It's not like... A, um, it's music. <laughs> it, it's, it's, uh, there's so, so many yeah. influences from progressive music, uh, you know, complex harmony, uh, different kind of sound than just, you know, picking the, the E strings as fast as possible. So uh, different colors, different, you know, twists and turns in the music and uh, very unique too. So we can fit in any kind of festivals like, like Primavera, which was a, a really great. It's supposed to be great, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's in Barcelona or? In Barcelona been? by the sea. Yes. And uh, it's huge. It's yeah, huge. Heard, yeah. it's you good, have yeah. DJs, hip hop, reggae, you yeah. know, folks. Folk artists and, and and then a few metal bands, and we were uh, lucky enough to to play there. And uh, it seems that this tendency comes more and more in America. But uh, there's a lot of festival in Europe that you you can play uh, in a wide variety of bands and style of music are put together in the same festival. But usually the tours or the festivals, like in the States, you have Maryland Death Fest, only death metal yeah, yeah, bands yeah. for three days. Yeah. <laughs> for yeah, me, it's, a, it's a little bit hard. <laughs> to, Do you to prefer, that, so that, this is interesting, do you prefer playing the more general festival or like Heavy Montreal? Both, we, we like both. But it's fun when it's uh, there's a vi wide vi variety of bands and you c can go to see this artist that you don't usually see in a metal festival and you you, you know and when you you're on the road a lot you don't get to see a lot of shows when you're in your hometown because you yeah. you try to avoid it <laughs> even <laughs> but uh, when there's a, a many many kind of of music in the same festival you enjoy it uh, and I think it's good for the fans too because. Uh, you, you can go from one stage to the other. So sometimes it's uh, classified uh, by uh, stage, like you have yeah, the metal yeah. stage, a punk yeah. stage, alternate. So it's cool. You go there, okay, I had enough. I go to the uh, next stage, and there's jazz with the double bass. And, you know, it's cool. Different. I yeah, mean, at some really level, like it's, it. it's good. Yeah. yeah. Well, we're running out of time, and I want to leave some room for uh, any audience questions. So just to wrap up sort of my section of this, I hinted at the fact that there's a rumor that you're working towards a new album. Uh, can you verify this? Can you talk about what's coming up next <laughs> for Voivod? Yeah, but, uh, actually we started to write uh, new songs and we decided to start over again. So uh, we thought at first to put the songs of the EP on the next album, but then we we decided to start from scratch again and, uh, and uh, Snake had this idea to <laughs> Maybe go into a, a, a concept album. Concept album, yeah, Ooh. yeah, like Fancy. back in the day. So I was very excited about it, and we started to write music. We have a few songs pretty much done, and writing on some uh, new riffs and ideas on the road. Okay, and uh, so it's getting there, you know. And uh, we try to. Sometimes it's complicated because we don't have much time. We we've been touring a lot. Yeah, and and these guys have. Some other project they play in different with different artists. Sometimes when we go home, you know, they still have gigs with other people. So it's really hard to uh, get together and, and do this. But uh, um, it's it's getting along, you know. I mean, sometimes, like we said, it, it takes a lot of work to put it together. And but it can be like this, yes. and then all of a sudden, nice. 
it gets together like a puzzle, you know. So, uh, it gets confused, complicated, and then, ah, uh, I got the one piece solution. And then, yes. And then you got the whole picture. But. And it's so much fun and so much, uh, there's a great satisfaction when you, uh, you finish, you know, the, the puzzle gets together and you see the picture and then it's magical, you know, it's, it's the, the goal of creativity right there. You can touch it almost. And yes. cre creating a song is like uh, creating an entity out of, nothing, out of thin air, really. It's, it's as soon as you play a riff, it's in the air, it, it exists by itself. And you have to take care of it and, and uh, glue some parts together and, and, and then everybody's working on it. It's like a, a collective sculpture, so to speak. So everybody uh, take care of a, a part and then we see the whole picture uh, uh, getting into form. And it's, it's like very a, exciting. It's like very the last song we did. Well, yeah, it was a, the best example. Is like we're like working on this song for quite a while, and we couldn't pinpoint yet what was wrong with it. It's just like it's good, but it's there's something there's something missing that's or not there. And I had like a line or a lyric line or a vocal line, a vocal and melody line melody that I have done, then forgot about it, then probably you, you know, you... I was going on the road, uh, road biking, and this melody sang, stuck in my head while I was biking, and I couldn't get it out. So, and the melody sang was not in the good timing for the song, so that's why we, we gave up. The, 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 it the was like the structure was a little bit too long for the verse, uh -huh. but then I thought we just have to modify the song and fit it in, you know. It's sort of like the song was like this, you know, <laughs> and then we just like splice it like like this. Yeah. Oh, there it is. There it you is. Know, it's like There's the perfect they were image. On top of each other. Is that's why. It didn't fit. It must be know. like 30, 40 years later, you're still surprising yourself with your <laughs> creative process. That must be kind of fun. But the chemistry is different with, with different people yeah. as well. And we, we have found a way to work which is pretty efficient because everybody listened to everybody's suggestion. And there's no ego. And it's very important when you write music. Yeah. Every idea is, is, you have to take care of every idea is coming from every body and the song the entity itself decides if it's good or not yeah. not yeah. you not the other guy it's the song that decides and you have we to were, feed yeah. the song the right kind of food your songs sound like my children it's pretty <laughs> much like a, the same like a little bit yeah yeah uh you mentioned a concept do you want to tell any share uh, anything well, about the concept a, really a early stage right now okay but uh you don't want to spill the beans too much, I guess, but... Yeah. It's about, you know, post-society, uh, <laughs> no, post-nuclear... <laughs> All right, well, well, again... And you have a timeline? Like, you just started, so you don't know when it's going to happen. Well, probably late 17. Oh, yeah, you're working towards that goal. Yeah, after yeah. the... We, we played... After the, the tour we're uh, about to do in Europe, we, uh, we, have, we are going to... I mean, we, we played like close to a 150 show this year. So next year after uh, Christmas or, or so, we're going to start writing more yeah. full, full time. Okay. Pretty busy, yeah. 
All right, well, this is great. I'm glad you guys are still active and doing it. Uh, does anyone have any questions for the band? Yes, are you in the back? So, with the, the benefit of 30 plus years, are there lessons you've learned that you could pass on? Is there anything you would have done differently 20 years ago that might have set the foundation differently? Do you. I, it's hard to say. It's, it's, well, of course, there's lessons in life. But, you know, don't do this because that's going to happen. And Oh, yeah, you learn. You learn from your mistakes sometimes. Uh, uh, but I don't think, you know, I would have done it. Maybe I would sort of like change a few things. But in the other hand, in, in the other hand you know, things happen for a reason. And what you think was the, the best way to do it, uh, might have been, you know, uh, might have been wrong or might have been a good idea to follow, but it's hard to say afterwards, you know, oh, I should have done that, but you already did it, so. Mm -hmm. and, and it led you to something else. Yeah, so yeah. you move on, it's always a question, but you, of course you learn and you try not to repeat some mistakes that you made in your life. I guess uh, it's the same for everybody. <laughs> and... Uh, you know, it's, 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 it's a complex question. But, uh, I guess when uh, you try to do your, it's cliche, but you try to do your best all the time, and you can't regret if you tried your best, even though it was not the best thing to do. You, it's the, the thing that you thought was the best at this point in time in your life, and what can you do after you do better? You try to do better, always better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm being told we're completely out of time. Thank you for the question. I apologize. Does anyone, if you have other questions, maybe you could, oh, all right, let's do one more. <laughs> uh, over the years, this, this is a question I've thrown out a few people. We've kind of been at the center at it, so it's kind of cool to throw it at you now. Uh, Canada as a country has done a pretty awful job of getting metal outside of Canada. You are basically the biggest metal band ever from here, I think, easily. Uh, and if you stood up, you know, ask someone in England, you know, they'll go, you guys, it'll be Anvil, and I think they would trail off quickly after that. Whereas if you ask someone from the U.S., you'd be standing there a goddamn long time. Why have we done such a poor job at supporting metal? Or is that it? I, I don't believe that we don't make it good, but we don't export them. Like, I, I, I have friends in bands who are, I don't know, arguably the third biggest metal band in Canada, and nobody knows who they are. Mm. You know, they're on record labels in England, they've done demos, singers have uh, done demos with Tony Iommi. For me, one thing is the size of the country yeah. <laughs> and the tour situation. You have to drive 12 hours to go to the next city to play in a city with 200 people and you can't have a, a good fee when you start as a, as a young band. And... Uh, you have to tour with a van, uh, you, you have nothing to eat, and you don't have money to put gas in your van. So only that makes, makes it more difficult for Ben to start here. And at some point, if you're able to, to, to exist for a period of time and have a, a recognition elsewhere, you, maybe it's simpler to go play in other countries and there's more city, the population is greater. There's more clubs, there's more money. So uh, maybe that's one of the reasons, but yeah. it's my opinion. Also, you know, there's, 
there's been a few years there was a lack of support, you know, for for government or any kind of support for for creative creativity, you know, because it starts in your room, you know. You cannot expose yourself to the world if you if you're not able to do a show in your hometown or in your home country. And it has it has to start somewhere. And there was like, uh, you know, it, it, it always been tough for for us. It's tough, but we have like a career already. But I can't imagine that you know a band that starts now. There's no supports. There's not not nothing to help really, except except you know, um, medias or social medias or to spread the word about your band. And and so also it's tougher because people don't go out that much, <laughs> you know, like these days they have their own stuff and it's really hard sometimes to um, to make them go out and live an experience, and a, a real experience by going to a show, you know, and um, so if if there would be more support maybe from government or you know some different plan for you know to help young bands starting because for us it's tough but we're lucky enough to have a name you know that we built on for 30 years plus but for young bands i mean it's it's really so it's really tough, you know. And, and there's so I, I many would, bands now. Like, yeah, I, would like, I would like to see uh, some sort of like a planning, a government planning, or to support, you know, young young band and to a heavy maybe, metal department. Just like <laughs> yeah, a metal, well, no, not really a metal thing, but I just you know think that it could be like a sort of like a okay, we take these these young bands and we put them on one tour bus. And you go to America, or you go, you export yourself, or you know, with with different um, festivals or whatever. It, it it can be possible, you know. Yeah. We export our talent, or we get to uh, take these bands and make uh, make them play some places in New York, let's say, or uh, you know, these ten bands from Canada, you know, and so they can maybe. Have the solutions to get a better deal on a record, or because there, there's a good scene. You know, you go to Vancouver, to to Calgary, to Edmonton, Regina, here at St. John. Every place there's a, a good vibe, a, a great energy, great, musician, great great crowd. You know, it's 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 not that there's no support or anything from the fans, but uh, uh, there's not many places you can play in yeah. a big country like Canada as well. We have to wrap this up. I'm afraid we have no more time. I'm sorry. Maybe you can talk to them after, but these guys got to go to sound check, and um, I probably should go to the bathroom or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, for more information about this band, go to voivod.com. That's probably the best place to figure out what you guys are up to. What, your website, voivod.com. Yeah, and on Facebook. And on uh, Facebook. There's a lot more action, I guess. A lot more Facebook. action. Yeah. <laughs> a lot more voivod action on facebook.com, yeah. <laughs> uh, if you like. Uh, this show, Creative Control of Ishkan, is available on iTunes and Audio Boom. And uh, my website, vishkana.com, and I'm on Facebook. Lots of Vishkana action on Facebook and Twitter. And a version of the show airs every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, via CFRU.ca, or if you're in the area, CFRU 93.3 FM in Guelph, where I live. Guys, is there a Voivod song we can go out on 
for people? I'm going to play it. Let's let's uh, play Fall. Why did that come to mind? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you just picked that one? Yeah. You don't have no story? You just That's the one that came in your head? It's because it's Fall. Oh, because it's Fall. Yeah. That's a good story. All right. The, this is Fall by Voivod. Ladies and gentlemen, have a round of applause for Voivod. Thank you. Denis, Daniel, thank you so much. Thanks to you. Ghosts 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.